0: what's up everybody uh thanks for being here with us this wednesday night we've got a a pretty good show for you tonight as you can see down there in the bottom jay wallen is with us i'm going to do a quick intro for him anyone that uh follows competitive tournament fishing probably knows uh a little bit about jay's accomplishments i'm not going to run through them all i've got a little graphic right here i'm going to throw up real quick uh I looked at this earlier on Tourney XJ, and and, and it was uh, first, second, third, first, first, first. I, I'm not going to go through it all. It was pretty impressive. Uh, you know, former KBF AOI Hobie Open champion, Hobie Worlds qualifier, all kinds of of things that you've accomplished in this sport. So we appreciate you being on here with us, man.
1: Hey, I appreciate you guys. I really do.
2: So what uh what happened? Uh what happened in that snowball, the snowball event. You went up there and caught a freaking hog smallmouth. I
1: can't yeah. get my money on you. Yeah, I wasn't a safe bet. Uh it's kind of crazy though. I caught that fish Saturday. Uh it was the first bite I had of the day. Uh, and then I, I fooled around with that fish for like five, ten minutes, finally let it go and uh went right back to that spot. It was just a little point busted another 17 incher and I you know I was like okay I I'm gonna leave this uh stretch of bank alone went right back to it first thing in the morning uh for the tournament and uh I hook up on the same spot same bait prop it's probably a four pounder probably 19 20 inch or something like that uh comes up breaks me off 12 pound test line and I was uh I was forcing him yeah, so I broke that one off, and then I ended up with a 18 and a half and a 17 incher all from the same spot. But I couldn't, uh, I couldn't milk a third fish off of it. Not after I broke off the big one. So, but man, it was it was pretty nasty. Uh, snowing, raining, sleet. My boat was covered in ice when I went out uh, first thing in the morning. It was just totally. I really
2: hate that I missed that man. I really hate it. It was. Yeah, you, you should have been there. You'd loved it. Very upset about that.
1: Yeah, no, it, it was pretty brutal. Wind was blowing, uh, you know, 10 to 15. Temperature was about 34, 35. It's nastiest fishing that I've ever done. What are,
2: are you done for the year? What do you got next?
1: Yeah, I'm probably done for the year, at least tournament wise. Uh, if I can find a good, decent Friday or Saturday, I may try to dip out, go back down to Del Hollow. I got a little something I'm working on uh on dale hollow and uh yeah i'll just uh leave it at that i'm trying to do something and uh, it'll be pretty cool if i can pull off i actually pulled it off uh with that big fish but i didn't quite have all my ducks in a row so uh, i'm gonna keep after something i got a little something i'm working on (laughs)
0: hey what was the uh water temp for that tournament i know the air temp was cold is it is it yeah low?
1: it was down to about 4950
0: okay
1: it was hovering right around there so uh which is cold it's normally not that cold yet you know that's usually like a January temperature right you know, and it's, or, or February even so it's cold and the lake's like 14 feet over where it should be
0: oh wow so yeah, it's, it's got, got the fish
1: it's it's got the fishing almost well,
0: we've got a whole uh laundry list of questions for you here and we can just kind of shoot the breeze a little bit too but uh yeah went over your bio to start with uh tell us a little bit about what maybe your favorite event for the year was or you know best moment from the past year year and a half even you know
1: 2017 uh you know this year i've had a couple of of pretty pretty awesome moments uh going to the hobie worlds uh you know that was a week-long deal but it, it kind of feels like a moment. Um, that, that was pretty spectacular. I, there's nothing that really compares to that. Uh, but, but then, you know, winning 10 grand on my birthday up in, uh, Wisconsin, you know, I had my, my fiance was there. She's my girlfriend at the time. Uh, of course, AJ, you know, one of my best buddies, uh, Christine, you know, it was a great birthday weekend. That was, that's pretty special. So, uh, it would be a toss up between those two. That that really capped my season off. Just just those two events. I bet. So
2: what what it like, I mean, obviously Jeff put your stat sheet up earlier. How do you how do you stay that consistent? Like what's your is it preparation? Is it, you know, like uh, having contacts? You know, I, like what is it I, that I, keeps
1: I, you I've done it a long time. Uh preparation's a huge part of it. Uh but honestly I think time on the water. Uh, I I don't think I'm special or anything. I mean, I, you know, I can catch fish, but you're special to me, buddy. I, I mean, I catch fish, you know, but I think if you invest enough time and energy and, and, you know, want to into anything, you can probably do it. Uh, and that's just what I've chosen to put most of my energy and most of my time into, and I think, you know, you invest time and energy into something. Eventually it's going to, you know, you're going to figure out how to, how to be good at it.
2: You would think that. So, but we have a few people that prove that theory wrong every day. but
1: <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I understand. I, I had a good teacher though. Uh, you know, both my parents love to fish. Their parents fished. Uh, you know, I've been in a bass boat since I was uh, in diapers. I mean, so it's just something that, Uh, it's just something i've always done i don't know any different
0: ron champion chimed in he said hard-ass work that's how
1: what'd he say (laughs) what'd he say he said hard work well there there has been a little bit of that
0: yeah yeah um now if i read your story right i know (laughs) I don't know you super well, Jay. We've met a couple times at some of the tournaments and stuff and had some
1: convos online.
0: But if I understand right, you were like you said, you grew up in a bass boat and came over from that world, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I did. You uh, you, you know, when I was in college, uh, that was the easiest way for me to get on the water. Uh, You know, I was two, three hours away from home. Uh, Of course, I didn't own a bass boat. You know, my dad did, but I didn't uh and so it wasn't super easy to just go home every weekend and or go meet dad somewhere so you know and dad didn't really tournament fish uh you know he's a bass fisherman but he didn't really get into tournaments too much uh i think he did back in the 70s and 80s but uh something i heard about having kids kind of shuts that shit down i don't know but uh so i guess he got out of tournament fishing but it's something i wanted to do uh and so i started getting in the back of boats uh with the BASS Federation uh, and I fished with guys like Bradley Roy, uh, he's from down the road, uh, Brandon Card, uh, you know, I got to fish with all those guys and let me tell you something, there's some good sticks in some of those little local trails and you can learn a lot of things. That's how I learned Kentucky Lake. I mean, you know, we'd go out there two, three times a year and uh, you get in the back of the boat with some of these guys and you start learning spots, you're watching them catch fish, you start putting it all together. Uh, so that's just kind of how I started out, and then, uh, you know, AJ's been one of my best friends for years, and then he started getting into uh, kayak fishing, and we were going to the New River all the time, and I realized, man, this New River is pretty cool, but, you know, I kind of need a kayak to get around. You can't just wade, you know, forever. I wanted to do floats and all that stuff, so... I started getting a kayak and the next thing you know, AJ throws the bluegrass kayak anglers together and some guy named Chad Hoover showed up and, uh, you know, the rest is kind of history. I sold my, I did actually get a Ranger bass boat. That was an older one. It's like a 90 model. Uh, but I sold it because it sat in the garage for two years once I got a kayak. So, uh, that, that's kind of the history and then the rest is, I've just not looked back.
0: Yeah, It's awesome.
2: So with your, one of my favorite things that you do is like the breakdown of the map videos. Like when you kind of explain to people that, you know, may not have ever put in that effort of sitting down with a map or what to look for seasonally, uh, you know, what kind of got you motivated to do that, I guess, and kind of share that with with everybody?
1: Well, I'm glad you like that, Ryan, because not everybody does like that, but um, I'm glad you like it.
2: Oh, yeah. Burn them up, man. Burn the spots up.
1: (laughs) Well, that's not my intention behind that. Uh, you know, I, I almost feel a little bit of a responsibility to kind of, I've had a lot of people show me how to catch fish, how to locate fish, it, you know, and I almost feel a little bit of a responsibility to kind of help other people learn how to do that. Not necessarily fish here and throw this more of, why why am I fishing here? Why am I up in a Creek versus out on the main lake? You know, I, but I just feel a little bit of a responsibility to kind of pass some of that stuff along. I, I've had a lot of guys, uh, help me around here and, and just teach me things over the years. So uh, it's just a want to, to teach. That's all.
0: Jim Clark dropped a comment in and all it says is pants. I'm assuming he's asking if everybody has pants on. I'm going to give the thumbs uh, up on that right there. I,
1: I, I've got a glass of um, bourbon and no pants. So just for the record. There
0: you go. All right.
1: Yeah.
0: We're casual here. We're casual.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's Wednesday night,
0: man. Yeah. Yeah. Wednesday Let it night. Hang out. Hump, hump day. <laughs> uh, so, Jay, you've been around this a while now and, and out – you know, really competitive and traveling all around. Where do you see the direction of this sport heading over the next couple of years?
1: Well, you know, I I still think there's a lot of room to grow. Uh, I really do. Uh, there's a lot of untapped potential in a lot of these different states. People are are still just now getting used to the fact that fast tournaments. Y'all, you know, people still don't quite wrap their heads around that. So there's a lot of growth, uh, obviously with the Hobie Bass Open series, there's some new opportunities. There's always been opportunities, but, uh, this kind of feels a little different. It's a little, little more substantial. Um, I, I don't know where it goes. I know it doesn't stop. You know, I know that, uh, you know, there could always be new players. Um, things come and go, but, uh, the, the sport itself is fine uh, and it's going to, it's going to be here. It's not going anywhere. Um, so I think it will still get a little bit bigger, whether or not people could actually make a living competitively kayak fishing. I don't know. Uh, not, not yet.
0: Right. Not
1: yet. Um, but maybe, maybe one day um, it's going to take a lot to get there. It's going to take a lot of money from somewhere. I don't know where, but that's what it's going to take but uh it may get there but i I still i think we're not done growing i'll I'll say that
0: i bet if you're you know if you're smart about it you can make it a good side hustle at least to your your main (laughs) income
1: yeah yeah i mean there's uh you know there it's a it's a big game and there's uh you know there's a lot of big money tournaments that are that are popping up so i mean if you uh you know if you put the time in and the hustle yeah, you can you can make a little bit.
0: Yeah, 10k at least sometimes,
1: right? No. <laughs>
0: per tournament for Jay. Hey.
1: Shit. We're gonna have to have a few more of those.
2: So Josh Evans posted a question: What's your opinion of misinformation or ill-informed knowledge that's getting dropped by guys who don't really know what they're doing?
1: Okay, well, um, that 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 is a thing. You know, and there's not much you can do about it. I mean, you just kind of have to uh, take everything people say with a grain of salt. I mean, look at the source of of your information. I mean, if somebody's telling you something and you're kind of, I don't know. I mean, just look at who it's coming from and see, you know, make your own opinion about it. There's always going to be people out there, no matter if it's it's fishing or whatever, there's going to be people out there spewing things that aren't true. And, uh, you know, you got to sort through the, the BS to, to, to find the truth. So um, take what somebody says and, and see if you can put it to practice and put your own time in with it and make your own opinions about it. I mean, don't take anything I say is gospel or true. Uh, I'm not saying I'm lying or bullshitting anybody, but at the same time, what works for me, you know, what I've got going on in my head, what I think works and what I, what I say um may not be true for you and where you're at and what you're doing or, or whatever so uh i try to be careful when i give out information i try to be uh you know as specific as i can to to certain scenarios and all that kind of stuff but uh you know i don't doubt that there's people out there that that are giving advice that maybe don't know what they're talking about and that's okay that you know that happens you can't really do anything about that
0: yeah i think all Consider of us those- I was going to say, I think all of us are a product of, of you know, all the knowledge we put in our head. And then we don't just go one place and take that as gospel anyway. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we don't got their carbon I think, copy.
2: I think that's on us, too. Like, you know, when you see new people coming into the sport, you know, try to steer them in the right direction so they don't, you know, click on the first thing they see and think that's that's what kite fishing is. Like, I think it's important. Yeah. That you, I mean, I'm not saying give everybody your secret spots or anything, but, no. but you know, like no. help people, point them in the right direction and make sure they kind of go down the right path. Uh, that'll get somebody out of a sport just as quick as they'll get them into it.
1: Oh, sure. It can definitely leave uh, bad taste in people's mouths, you know, so. Um, yeah, it's just the way it is. I mean, with today, you got YouTube and you got GoPros and anybody can put anything together and put it out there, so. Uh, you know, you just got to consider your source, understand where it's coming from, and put it, put it to use in your own world. Yeah. It either works or it doesn't.
2: So, Zachary Wilson want to know, what's your personal best
1: largemouth, smallmouth, and spot? Uh, so, my personal best largemouth was 12 pounds, 2 ounces. Uh, came out of the Kissimmee chain, a little lake called Hatchin Hall. It's right above Kissimmee. Uh, that came on a ribbit frog. Uh January first, 2010 is, is when I caught that one. Uh my personal best smallmouth was seven pounds four ounces out of St. Clair. That was twenty-two and a quarter. Uh caught that on a little green pumpkin tube uh right off Metro uh beach right there at St. Clair, about two miles out. Um that was in June of 2011 my personal best spot uh I didn't weigh it but it was 19 and three quarter out of Cumberland Uh, it's actually this spring on a jerkbait uh it was probably four four and change probably not quite four and a half something like that
0: what is all that behind you there is that uh replicas of them yeah
1: so that's uh that smallmouth right there that's my replica uh of the one from St. Clair uh, this one over here, I don't know if you can see that. This one over here is a replica of a 12-pounder. And then there's two up there together. My dad caught one, and I caught the other. One of them's 9-4, and the other one's 10'2". And we caught them back-to-back, uh, uh, <laughs> flipping down a bank on Kissimmee. And so we kept those. The actual two up top are real. Uh, yeah, that was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, We wow. were just
1: going... We were there was a big uh, lily pad root ball, and it was kind of turned up. And we flipped in there, and he caught like that nine four. And as soon as we got it netted, I flipped right back in there and caught ten two. That's wild. So we, we that. a pretty good
2: moment right
1: there. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Um, and I'm thinking, you know that that smallmouth I caught at Dale Hollow. I'm thinking about having a replica. Uh, that may be that may be the biggest one I catch outside of st Clair, you know that's right that a that's a big play. one for for tennessee or kentucky that's those don't come around too often so i may get a replica of that one
2: what uh what are you what do you got you know I, you're in the 10 right this year again again uh
1: the the 32 10 yeah 32 yeah is uh, i think there's now? i might be I don't know. It's it's over ten for sure.
2: What's your feelings on that, Jay?
1: No, oh, man, it's bullshit. Everybody knows it. It's okay. It is what it is. I, whatever. The only year they ever did that the way it was supposed to be done was the first year, and they kind of screwed that up because they ended up with the tie. One set of they had like two different rules or whatever. Oh, I, I fished that. So one. That, was, that
2: was my only. Yeah. right there
1: yeah no i mean it's fine but like you know if you're going to call it the 10 and it's supposed to be for the top 10 in aoy that's probably what it ought to be but uh it's fine it is what it is
0: i mean i'm an ohio state fan and we call it the big 10 and there's like 15 people in there so it's kind of the same (laughs) right that's
1: kind of what it is it's kind of it's it's a conference it's conference. one of them
2: ain't one of them good it don't matter how many easy (laughs) Easy.
1: (laughs) that's right (laughs) No, it's fine, though. It is what it is. I mean, you know, Hoover it, calls the it shots is, over there. And he, is he, it in January
2: it, again? January,
1: February? Yeah, it's uh, it's actually the first two days of February. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, the 10 is. Now, the 10-vitational is like the last two days of January, I guess, something like that.
2: What's the 10-vitational? So I saw a bunch of people posting email screenshots mm-hmm. today of getting invites from catching like one fish in a state challenge. What is, what is the, I mean. So my
1: my understanding is the Invitational is an Invitational tournament that's open to all the past KBF uh, winners. And by winners, you either won a tournament or you, or I guess you got top three. I think if you got top three in an online uh, trail and open, whatever, you get an invitation to come fish the 10 invitational. and then uh, the winner gets into the 10. And then, of course, if Casey Reed gets in the top 10, he gets into the 10. So The top 10 of the, the what?
0: Top 10 of the 10 Invitational?
1: Right, right, yeah.
0: I'm so confused. Okay.
1: Well, the winner of the 10 Invitational gets into the 10. Okay. Uh, and K- Casey Reed finished one spot out of the uh, top 10. But if he in, if he finishes top ten in the 10 potational then he gets into the ten as well.
0: That's interesting. Okay, yeah. I don't want to I yeah. don't want to see the math on that. That's very confusing. But uh, good luck either way yeah. to everybody that goes down there. I appreciate there, right? it. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's always so, tough. I mean, that's a tough uh, that that's a tough lineup. I guarantee.
0: Tough it. Lineup. Yeah, I've never fished yeah. down there. Do you, does the ten fish on one of those lakes by themselves? It's not yes yeah yeah, we'll
1: be on there's like three lakes that are available uh and the 10 will be on one and then everybody else will be on a different
2: do you know where y'all are this year y'all back on the like the trophy lake are you back on that maze
1: so so the the way it works what i understand what chad told me was and don't who knows i mean i don't know um the invitational i think all three lakes are open and then whoever wins the 10-vitational will draw an envelope. There's three envelopes with three lakes in it. And whichever one he draws, that's the one that the 10 are going to fish on. All
2: right. Well, um, I mean, that's that's cool, I guess. You know, like, yeah, it's no, nobody really has an advantage going into it.
1: Not not really. I mean, now, so, if you put it on uh, Purvis, which is the trophy lake, yeah, the guys that have been there before, I mean, you can't help but have an advantage. Yeah. That's just the way it is.
0: Arian are, Gregory Arian Gregory says it's about as confusing as the AOI points. That's kind of funny. <laughs> but uh anyway, go ahead, Brian.
2: What's your opinion on fishing against pros? How do you feel about
1: it? Right, it's fine with me. Let me tell you something. If you go into a tournament, I don't care who I don't care if Kevin Van Dam and all the boys are in it. I don't care. If you go into a tournament and you don't think you can win, you stay at the house. Stay home. If you don't think you can win, don't put your money up, don't show up, stay at the house. So You better know be you can win, the, uh, I don't care who you're fishing.
2: There may not be a tournament going to be announced. It might have a couple of pros involved, uh, kind of, you know, may offer uh, a bonus if you can place higher than the pros. Would you be interested in something like that?
1: That's That's pretty cool. I think that's cool. Yeah, of course I would. Yeah. I mean – it may Ryan, be on a nice it may be
2: on a nice southern lake down here somewhere close. Mm. I can probably throw a rock and hit
0: it. Hey Ryan, when you say pro, are you talking bass bro, bass boat pros crossing over? Or what are you talking I'm about?
2: Talking, I'm talking the some of the biggest names that you can find in in bass fishing
0: period. I got you.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, think about what that would do for somebody. Uh, a kayak angler, you know. Beating those guys that'd be a big deal, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: So that, that cat up on uh the open up on was that St. Clair, the Erie? I don't know, Dave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he Dave. had the fever yeah. down after day one. I mean, he was up on him after day one.
2: Oh, so, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Christine uh, was beating him on day one, wasn't she? She was for a while, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, I mean, you know, it'd be uh, it'd be I think it'd be cool, it'd be good. Now, look, don't Don't get me mistaken. Those dudes, those dudes are probably on on nine out of ten times they're they're better than all of us. Just about every day of the week. That's what they get. You know, they put food on the table doing that. So they're good. They're they're probably better than us. Um, But you got to have the mentality that you can beat them on any given day. Right. You know, you can go out there and compete.
0: A lot of people asking uh, what your plans are for next year, Jay. Are you going to follow the KBF trail, the Hobie BOS, fish the pro part yeah, of KBF, or what? I'm
1: I'm going to I'm going to try to do both. Uh, you know, I, I'm definitely committed 100 percent to fishing the Hobie Bass Open Series. Uh, I'll fish all of them with the exception of California. That's probably going to be tough. I haven't ruled it out, but come it's come on, that's right. I, I hear you, bro. I hear you. That's I'll I drive, mean, Let's go. i'm thinking about it i'm thinking about it um but i'll fish all of them maybe not that one um and i'm gonna fish uh probably three probably three or four kbf trails uh and then a regional championship and you know we'll see i I, i'm honestly not fired up about going up to lacrosse in late october i don't know about that we'll see i you know we uh-huh. got our
2: that's around our state championship too here in tennessee and yeah may, may or may not be another surprise announcement coming up i don't know i'd keep october yeah. open if if you could
1: well i'm getting married in october so we're gonna have to you know
2: yeah so anyway if you want to come fish uh
1: right yeah go. i hear you yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i hear you <laughs> wait,
2: wait,
0: when are yeah. we gonna see something on that, ryan uh
2: you're gonna see it real soon and probably right around right here uh if i had to guess
0: Right around, right here.
2: Right around, right here on KBM. We're going
0: right oh, I thought you meant around Jim's face. I didn't know what yep. you meant. That's though. kind of what I thought. Yeah, so. yeah
1: I didn't right, know what...
2: right, right around, right here.
1: <laughs> right, that's perfect. Man, he's got that. He's got that. Asha. Oh, he's.
2: Hey, he's got. He's leaning a little bit. Jim's, Jim's hope, where he needs to be.
1: I hope he's driving right there. Is he driving?
0: <laughs> yes, he is with
1: his nice. feet. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
0: Hey, so we always do something on here, kind of go over some of the social media posts from the week. I'm going to throw one up from, actually it was from uh, today. It was uh, that Frankenboat that Chase Tanner put up, and it's just another in the line of uh, knockoff kayaks that we're seeing, you know, come around. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? About that Um, trend? trend? About what?
2: I mean, that's trash, man. Like, I I hope somebody goes out and buys
1: a couple of them. You you know what, though? Here's the deal. Like, I saw that thing, and then you got the the blue sky. Hey, let them in. Come on. Come on. Yeah. You know, I'm sure that thing's fine to fish out of. But you know what? I'll take my PA over that thing on a a 20-mile-an-hour wind on Kentucky Lake any day.
2: Well, I'm so, sure they put in about four dollars into R and D on it. I, I doubt that's gonna
1: last too long. Yeah. Well, it's kind of bizarre some
0: of the bit. some of the you know I'm, I guess they're coming from overseas that have yeah like a, a piece from every brand It kind of looks like it. I'm sure it's a third or a quarter of the quality, or not even that. But
1: yeah. And uh, see, I, I don't I don't want to get political. I really don't. Um, but when you hear Trump talk about. China stealing intellectual property—that's the kind of stuff he's talking about. I mean, yeah, they—they they do. They rip off our patents and our copyright stuff, and they—they they do whatever they want. So, not taking sides or getting political. I'm just saying when you hear him talk about that stuff, you see those Franken kayaks from China. Yeah, that—that's what he's talking about. That's what that stuff is.
2: You get what you pay for. I mean, I think everybody's learned that I agree. the hard way. That's—that's that's in this yeah. game. You've seen—you've seen a few. Taking on water out there, you you get oh, yeah. what you pay
1: for. You know, and look, I'm a Hobie guy, but at the same time, like, you if you're going to get a kayak, get it, get a good, get a good one, get a native, get a Hobie, get a Jackson, like they're all good kayaks. Old Town, you know, they all have different features, but you know, get you a good
2: kayak. That's what I, everybody that's trying to get into the game. I i tell them a list of brands, and I tell them to get on Craigslist. Yeah. And just for your first boat, just find if you don't want to spend a lot of money, I get it. You don't want to drop your sure. grand on your first boat. Get on no the doubt. list and just find a quality used boat and try it out.
1: No doubt, I agree, man. I agree. It doesn't have to be, you know, anything special. But at the same time, don't don't throw your money away on garbage.
0: <laughs> we got everybody chiming in with their brands now. Oh yeah, Everybody's feel free, the yeah. New Canoe. Oh,
1: Come
0: on, you you. We're
1: not doing that again. No. (laughs) Brain battles don't do anybody any good.
0: (laughs) Unless you go it
2: with arm wrestling. That's That's the only way it goes, though.
0: Uh, This is one that the page put up the other day about what is the best or worst fishing advice you ever received. Um, You guys want to chime in on that?
1: Uh... I'll be honest with you. The, the best fishing advice I got came from a musky guide over on uh, cave run lake. And he told me it doesn't matter what kind of fishing you're doing, whether you're fishing for musky striper bass, whatever. He has always found that when you think you're fishing slow enough, slow down and then yep. slow down a little bit more. And I have found the slower I fish whether, even if it's even if you're power fishing that doesn't mean you have to fish fast uh you power fish slow um uh, slow rolling a spinnerbait's probably been my bread and butter for years i i mean and i've always found that the slower you fish whether you're throwing a jig a crankbait whatever fish it slow and and i've i've just always lived by that
2: my what i posted is don't leave fish to find fish and that's that's uh that's a double-edged sword you know if, if you yeah. get a couple bites you know the fish are holding there but if you go like five hours without a bite <laughs> that's you know, problem. That's, yeah you got to know i mean you got to take that uh, into consideration and kind of engage yeah. what, what kind I, of reaction you are getting
1: i'll tell you where the, i think that rings truer more than not is with smallmouth um you know if i'm on saint Clair and i'm fishing for 30 45 minutes and i haven't got a bite you better move You better better go, because they're not there. They'll let you know when they're there. And if you find them biting, you better not leave them. You better stay on them.
0: What
2: about you, Jeff? What do you got?
0: Uh, I had a few things. One thing that I always found interesting, my father-in-law taught me to bass fish, really. And I've been married a long time, so I've got a lot of lessons from him. And uh, he said one time, and it, it makes sense if you think about it. Everybody changes bait colors when they're you know stained water clear water muddy water he said look man shad don't change change colors that's Uh, exactly right so (laughs) don't don't panic and go through all if that's your confidence crankbait or whatever it is the shad is not going to change colors throw that bait and that and that works it holds true a lot
1: yeah they don't have to see it no they don't have to see it well
2: that being said, I still change colors. I do too. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> I think them shad turn chartreuse and the worms turn black every time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, you know, we got a guy here in Arkansas. One hour, our our uh, A O Y, he throws the same. He's got a hundred of the same jig, same color. Throws it all year, no matter what color the water, and just destroys them. So
1: you know, I, I've got pounds and pounds and pounds and pounds of jigs. So I've got. Seven boxes full of jigs. I mean, it's stupid. And I've got like four colors. Yeah. So <laughs> I need. I got four colors.
2: You got y'all got angler of the years up there in Kentucky. They catch two fish and knock it out. You, oh, you ain't got to get there and pound them, Jeff. Y'all are fishing wrong in Arkansas.
0: I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. Do. We got a few more than five people showing up to our tournament, so sorry. <laughs> All right, fine,
2: fine, <laughs> whatever, man. Jeez. Whatever you say,
0: dude. Off. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <clears> throat> what throat> else you got?
2: What are we doing next week, Jeff?
0: Well, hey, yeah, next week we're trying to put together a little panel. Uh, we always go through this; it's kind of a running joke. Pro staff and and you know, yada yada. Pro staff with their patch pirates and jerseys. What we want to do is put together a panel of guys, uh, pro staff, team directors uh, from some of the kayak brands, maybe maybe some of the uh, I'm going to call them marketing brands like Wu or some of the other tungsten companies and get them all on one panel here and say, Hey, you know, what are y'all looking for from pro staffers? What's your theory behind how you do this and how many people you put on your team and kind of dive into that a little bit. I think it could be fun uh, to kind of hear some of that and see, and see what these guys (laughs) are, are looking for when they're looking for actual team members, because there is a benefit to a lot of anglers out there when you do it right. I think they're definitely oh, is.
2: completely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So That'll yeah, we're, fun. we're going to work on that and try to put that together. And then I know Ryan's working on some pretty legit guests coming up and then I, tonight and tomorrow I've, I've hopefully by tomorrow, I've got some numbers together for the, uh, which is always a spirited debate. The KBN, uh, angler rankings will come oh, out yeah. here before the new year. Yes. I hope we can talk about that and argue about that a little bit one night but uh what's ron saying um oh, ron, ron says his head's already hurting thinking about that uh, but anyway it's gonna it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun but uh yeah no more questions from the audience so we can get out of here but jay thank you so much for for getting on here that was fun i appreciate you doing Absolutely. it we have you yeah. come back around i'm sure i'll Any see you time? on the road this spring
1: 100 percent, definitely
0: ryan you got I'm anything else me, for us i
2: don't see you sooner
0: yeah all right. I'll well, you. hey, thank y'all for uh, jumping on here, and we'll catch thank you next you Wednesday night. Thanks, Jay. Appreciate Bye. you, brother. Yep.